Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Law Talk Radio. This is your host, Nick Augustine. The show is brought to you by Law Publicist Communications, a full-service public relations agency headquartered downtown Chicago, Illinois, and serving greater Chicago, Denver, Los Angeles, New York, and Washington, D.C. At Law Publicist Communications, we put you on the map and keep people talking about you and your firm. We also offer consulting and coaching and traditional practice management, especially suited for attorneys starting law firms and those who find themselves in transition. Today's guest is Mary Erlane. She is the president of Peak Marketing and Sales and serves as the executive vice president of the Leadership Management Institute, Riverside, Ally Riverside, that is. Sorry. Uh, Mary's business, Mary is a business coach who specializes in strategic and organizational planning and implementation. Mary is the facilitator of the Works and is the co-facilitator of the Entrepreneur Group in Chicago. You can find Mary's uh, information very useful when you want to connect the dots and remove the barriers. And her website, you can find more information, is www.peakmsi.com. And also you can find out more about her LinkedIn workshops by visiting www.linkedinworkshops.com. And we do welcome callers to today's show with questions and counterpoint either directly by email at nick, N-I-C-K, at A-L-R-P-R-A.com. Please put Law Talk Radio in the subject line, or you can call into the show by dialing area code 917-889-9732, then press option 1 to be placed in queue. Telephone number again is 917-889-9732. We have a short disclaimer. This is a general information program. Advice shared on the show does not constitute legal advice, and results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on the show does not give rise to attorney-client relationship. Our programming is politically neutral and objective. Counterpoints to views expressed are always welcome. Law Talk Radio is produced by Law Publicist Communications and ALRPRA Incorporated Agency. Law Talk Radio does not necessarily endorse all of the opinions expressed by guests. And finally, all callers do remain confidential and rights to this broadcast are reserved. For subject matter today, acclaimed business coach Mary Erlane is our guest to tell us all about what she keeps in her executive coaching toolbox to help learn and develop more sustainable business behaviors. When we take time to address how we work, we can then learn how to work smarter, saving time and money. Today, our recurring guest, Mary Erlane, will compare her individual hourly coaching services with workshops, group coaching, and a team approach. Mary's clients have been busy or have busy with their schedules, and various levels of development programs are made flexible so that Mary can help meet the needs of those clients and their organizations. One of the illustrations Mary will use today is the tensile test, the practice of stretching materials to determine their strength and the spot of their bending and breaking point. So if you feel that you are stretched, this is going to be a great program for you, and I welcome our guest, Mary Erlane. Hi, Nick. Thank you so much for having me back on the show. All right. Mary, let's just dive right in by first uh, telling the folks at home, maybe people who have not heard uh, one of your broadcasts before, a little bit about who you are, what you do, and then we'll address, go right into some of the issues that face so many of your clients. Well, who I am is a coach that believes that people do have development needs but they're not a one-size-fits-all approach. And what I've done is assembled a toolbox of ways that that people can seek to develop themselves, address areas of concern, um, 
strengthen those um, um, gifts they have, you know, whatever it is. You know, if we want to go somewhere in our business world or, frankly, anywhere in, in life, we cannot remain the same person we are right now. We need to grow in some form to move forward. Um, if we want our business to move forward, the easiest way to do that is to develop the people to move it forward. So we're going to discuss different ways. You know, one way is when people want my undivided attention. And I will work with people, and we'll get into this a little bit later, but I will work with people one-to-one to address whatever those areas of concern, um, practical problem-solving skills, you know, present whatever is uh, pressing issues, and we can work together. Um, oftentimes, the, the answer lies within the individual. It's just a matter of being able uh, to find that pathway to the answer. Uh, another way would be um, people who have may have had some coaching but feel isolated in business. You know, they, they see other successful people or they feel like whatever's not going right in business is just happening to them or they need help but they can't afford all the help that they need. And that's Entrepreneurs Group where we bring business owners as peers together and I and my co-facilitator um, facilitate a session where these business owners can help each other. And then naturally for people who, who want a program that have a beginning and end to it, and we've spoken several times on the show about the LMI um, Leadership Management International programs through LMI Riverside, you know, they have a beginning and they have an ending, you know, X number of weeks to focus on one specific area of concern. So it's not a one-size-fits-all. It really addresses the way um, people are most comfortable learning. Okay, okay. Let's. Um, so there are different ways and different methods to address, and, and you know, it's not a one-size-fits-all. And I really do appreciate uh, you mentioning that so many entrepreneurs. I think that applies to many of our uh, sole and small firm practitioners out there are, are charged with running the business and have certain stresses and pains and can't necessarily uh, bring those out in the open uh, as easily as if you had a larger organization and a uh, board of directors or people you you commonly work with on different issues. So um, I think all of these are are great programs for different individuals in different uh, situations. So let's talk a little bit more about some of the issues that are facing business owners and we'll uh, sort of focus on attorneys and law firm managers. What are some of the issues that you find are affecting uh, people in business in today's economy? Well, things that I have heard, um, and I've worked with attorneys, frankly, in all those areas I just mentioned, but things I have heard, not all that different from entrepreneurs, is sometimes attorneys uh, feel like they're on their own island. You know, even though they may be in a firm that that has several partners or, or um, associates, um there really maybe isn't the forum or the comfort level to be able to share those those weaknesses. It doesn't oftentimes go with the territory. They're attorneys. And, um, um, you know, there's also the, the limitations of the fact that you're just hanging out with other attorneys, but 
not quite sure what's going on on the other side in the, in the business world. So oftentimes, you know, uh, now some larger law firms have clearly invested in um, in de- having departments for um, like leadership for women is is one example. I know one law firm. Uh, their their female lawyers are all part of a women's initiative that exists in the firm, but it's quite a, a large firm. But for smaller practitioners, um, there's also the issue of um, time. You know, the, the time management, they live in the world of billable hours, but there's all this other stuff that needs to get done and, and uh, um, talk about being stretched to the breaking point. Um, and then it's the forum just to be able to to talk to people. There just really oftentimes isn't um, um, the well, frankly, the time or the the place for to to get the help. So smaller law firms are not all that different from entrepreneurs that are out in general business. Um, you know the the um, the other area that I can recall would be you know when to delegate, how to delegate, who to delegate to. You know, so some of the delegation issues, especially with the sensitivity and the liability in the world of law, um, effective delegation is crucial, oftentimes in um, even more so. So even though, um, you know, you speak mainly to attorneys, they carry very much the same issues that other business owners have. They have their profit and loss, you know, statements. Um, they, especially solos or, or small practitioners, you know, they they need to um, be doing their bookkeeping and and balancing their day. They frankly also need to do sales. That's a huge um, area for attorneys is the struggles in sales. Um, it doesn't come naturally to to many of them to go out and hunt for new business and that prospecting, that networking um, is oftentimes painful. And in today's market, no matter what law firm, um, there is a pressure on, um, on, on in the world of sales. Even, even when you get a tremendous book of business, it's that new business is, is really um, becomes necessary especially when we hit, you know, the market that we have. I mean, can you imagine law firms actually laying off attorneys? I mean, that that boggled my mind. But I knew several attorneys that have gotten laid off. So, you know, the the challenges are really, um, although seemingly unique, are really not all that unique, at least in the conversations I've had. And... What I really liked uh, when we opened with talking about the Benninger breaking point. Can you give us a little, a little story about the Tinsel test that you shared with me? Well, it was actually I have to give credit where credit is due. That came um, from a training that was done at an um, LMI conference, and uh, the gentleman has a, uh, um, a background um, in engineering, and I'm no engineer. Um, but I do understand tensile testing enough to where what it is is to really test um, in, in the world of um, where he came from um, in, the, in the steel mills. You know, it's testing the breaking point of metal or whatever. You know, there there is um, 
enough tension that that eventually there is a breaking point. And we never, I'm not out to, to break people, but I am I am out to stretch people, you know, beyond um, what their capacity is because even with a rubber band, you know, you stretch it enough, it never goes back to its shape, but I'm looking to do that in a good way. Oftentimes with um, some of these quick hits, um, you know, go for a retreat, go for a seminar, go for a, a workshop, you know, it, it stretches people, but it only stretches them momentarily, and then we slide back, you know, to our former selves. Um, in the world of coaching, when you have sustainability and you have people that are holding you accountable and, and you know, just seeking to stretch those goals a little bit more, um, stretch your skills and your strengths, a little bit more, eventually you get to the point that we get beyond, if you look at the actual tensile testing, but since we're on radio, I can't draw the picture. We get beyond the point that we can't really slide back to our normal selves. It now has become a new habit, a new condition, and to go back to our former selves would be quite painful. That's where coaching, that's where entrepreneurs group, that's where what I do um, increases the chance of sustaining change, sustaining development. So we're really developing stronger business habits through repetition and practice. And I can attest that when working with Mary, she has, you know, and I've worked with Mary at various stages in, in my current business uh, setup and some previous uh, business uh you know, business formats. And the value that I've seen is, you know, getting to know a business coach and getting to know Mary. She knows when I seem flustered and when things are going well, you know, or when things are going well, um, you know, she can tell that. And the, the value that I appreciate is, again, getting to getting to work with someone who is, is not necessarily tied into the day-to-day, but is there to help with the overall setting of goals and reaching goals and more importantly helping us fall or get back on track when we fall fall off track. Exactly. Exactly. Um you develop a relationship. It might be with me, it might be with somebody else, but we develop relationships with our clients in that objectivity is definitely there. Um but at the same time, there's that, that holding accountable, but there is that intuitive side where, you know, we know when to say when. Um, and, um, and in your case, um, I, I can see it at hello. You know, I, I pretty much can tell, you know, in your voice on the phone where you're at because we've known each other and we're together long enough. And um, sometimes, you know, the coach may know it before even the person's aware um, and uh, it's not therapy. Um, you know, we don't get into counseling. Um, I don't have a degree to counsel. But in the world of business, if I'm aware of it, my my guess is so are the people around you, both it's a good very, and bad. It's a very good point. Um, so often uh, we are blind to 
our own strengths and weaknesses, and sometimes we'll look flustered to others um, when maybe we're just excited. But uh, you know, presentation and your your face in the business community is an important thing to maintain. And if someone senses that you are stressed, and hopefully it is a business coach who knows how to assess the situation, ask what's going on, how you can work through it, and how you can uh, you know, and a lot of these things I think are due to our current economy and stages of growth that uh, very many of us find us ourselves in in various uh, in various stages and things could be going really well for a business but you could be stressed by wanting to uh, satisfy new clients and then you have additional uh, situations with more staff and more overhead and trying to keep your head above water so even in success there's stress so there's stress all over the place we're going to pause quickly for our first set of commercial breaks then we're going to be back with Mary Erlin and we're going to talk about different types of solutions that we can use to address some of the issues that are spotted, um, that you spot and you can spot with your business coach and uh, spot the different ways that you would like some help in wrapping your head around delegation uh, or really just being an entrepreneur uh, looking for another um, arena of people to talk to who understand your plights. So we are going to pause uh, quickly and be right back. Our first our first uh, commercial sponsor comes from the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Your business may be exposed to liability if your marketing materials and slogans infringe on another's intellectual property. When you need the right legal services to advance your creativity and guard against trademark infringement, call the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme. Attorney Nancy K. Ducharme brings big, big, big law firm experience and reputation to her intellectual property, serving national corporate clients in the areas of trademark, copyright, internet law, and advertising law. You can find the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme by visiting www.nkdlaw.com and also by searching for the law office of Nancy K. Ducharme on Facebook. The law office of Nancy K. Ducharme is there to help you with your advertising copy review. Get in touch with Nancy today by visiting www.nkdlaw.com. You can also reach her by dialing area code 708-444-7900. Again, that's 708-444-7900. And our second commercial sponsor is Steve Fretzen and Sales Results Incorporated. If you're an attorney who's struggling with developing your book of business, try calling Sales Results. For over six years, Sales Results has been helping attorneys to double or even triple their books through their business development coaching programs. Call them today at area code 847-317-1575. Again, that telephone number is 847-317-1575. You can also find them online at www.salesresultsinc.com. Now, as we get back to our Law Talk radio program, we do encourage our listeners to call in with any questions at 917-889-9732. And if you are catching our show in the archive format, and again, many of those who find our shows do see them in uh, social media walls, um, Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter, and many people share those uh, programs with others. So we ask you to continue in uh, paying it forward and sharing this programming with others uh, in your network who may certainly find this to be valuable programming. So, again, you can always uh, reach us with any of your questions directly through our Facebook fan page. If you go to Facebook and search under Law Talk Radio, you will find us. You can click so that you receive our uh, information moving forward. 
and you can also drop us a line. So now getting back to our show with Mary Erlane, we first identified a few areas and issues that many attorneys have that are very similar to a lot of business issues. And in our second segment, we're going to talk about different types of solutions, uh, starting a little bit with hourly coaching and its flexibility, and then the other more beneficial uh, programs. And before Mary even gets started, I would suggest that if someone is interested, they get in contact with Mary and maybe try uh, some hourly coaching first or maybe uh, learn more about some of the benefits of her other programs, which she will share with us now. Okay. Um, within the hourly coaching, um, it doesn't sound as freeform as, as um, one would think. In in working with me, I want to set goals for people in anything I do, whether it's the coaching, the entrepreneurs group, or the world of LMI. There's, there are goals. And I want to set a business goal. And we could, we could perhaps, you know, depending on the situation, we're going to get to know an individual, have an understanding of really where they're at, where is it that they want to go, an understanding of what they feel the challenge is or the obstacles of getting there. You know, if um, if we had all the tools to get there, we would have gotten there by now. So there has to be a gap. And what is, you know, try to put some, some understanding and um, definition around where that gap is. Then establish some goals to be able to close it. Um, those goals will have um, some specificity to them. Um, they're going to have some accountability to them. They're going to have tracking. So when we're together, we're going to be checking in on, on where people are at with their goals. Now, clearly, the beauty of the coaching session is if something happened in business, um, seemingly unrelated to goals, but definitely needs you know my attention and we need to talk this through, you know, absolutely, that's what we will, we will do. That's where things can become freeform. You know, if a fire happened um, and and we need to do some practical problem solving, we can talk through different um, ideas, understand why did it happen, how did it happen, you know, what are the things that we need to do to to address this. But in the world of of um, the coaching, is we're we're going to be, you know, talking about the the progress. There's there's going to be, you know, we can give knowledge and share knowledge. But then we're going to have some short-term, I, I, do, I like to call it homework just for fun, but really, you know, what are the, what is it you want to accomplish in the next week um, or two or between sessions so that when we come back together, we have a basis by which we can track progress. Um, that's a business goal. I would like to set up in everything we do, we want to talk about, you know, on the personal side as well because um, it's a personal goal that you can feel comfortable with and it's something that we can wrap around some some tracking. Typically, you know, the ones I get are exercise or they have something to do with spending time with family or, you know, it has, it has um, something that, you know, has a has some kind of a difference. When we know we got there, there it's it's um it's a moment of celebration. But the reason I want to understand some personal goals as well is 
because of, we're working for a life outside our work, as as uh, Ray Stuckley says in Illinois Riverside, we're not working to work, we're working for a life outside our work. So why wouldn't we want to link our business and our, our personal goals? The energy we get by achieving our goals in business, that energy goes right into our personal lives. It's no different than when we've had a great day at work, we have a better chance of having a greater evening at home. If we've had a great weekend, we have a better chance of at least starting our Monday off with a smile on our face. So they are interrelated. We cannot keep our business lives and our personal lives so separate. They're linked. We're one individual. So in the in the personal side of it, we will have goals and, and you know, we'll continue to stretch those goals. Um, will practical problems solve the issues in business? Um, when I, when it wanders outside my expertise, I have collaborative partners um, in, in collaborative relationships. Um, you're one of them, Nick, is, as an example. You know, I've got the, the bookkeeping world. So if there is an issue that comes up that wanders outside of my bailiwick, I reach because, like Grace Stuckley says, only God knows a few more people than I do. I mean, I have <laughs> such a wealth of of collaborative partners, and we can bring bring those people in as well. So, really, it's it's having that second set of eyes on your business. But like you said, I'm not involved in the day to day. I'm not emotionally vested. Um, I'm I'm very much impartial, and um, I I can see things from a very objective viewpoint. Now, that I, there are so many benefits of the hourly that um, you know there seems to be so much focused one-on-one attention. What are so that is one solution? Can you tell us a little bit about some of the other solutions? Well, in the hourly, let me understand. It, meeting weekly is great. You know, I like biweekly. Um, you know, or even monthly. Um, but but there's also some freedom there as to how often people meet. Other solutions would be um, the entrepreneurs group. Uh, For somebody who really is seeking to understand how other professionals are doing it, whatever that means in business, you know, how, how are they addressing challenges? How are they growing? How are they selling? How are they just managing to get through the day? Um, That, looking for that business advisory. You know, in, in a large corporation, um, they have a board of directors. In in a large company, those board of directors are not in the same business as the business is. If it's a bank, they're going to be a series of business owners that sit on a board of directors. So you get a perspective. You get a wider scope um, of of knowledge and experience. That's what entrepreneurs group is, but it's it's the peers in business. They each have their own. But again, there's goal setting, of several goals. There's accountability, not just not just Michael Shapiro and myself, but the group holds each other accountable. Um, in the first hour is spent with check in. What's been what's been happening? Um, you know, share some some good news. Then we get into goals. And 
as relationships build in this group, people hold each other accountable. You draw enough goose eggs in, in a row on a goal, you're going to probably get, hey, Nick, how important is this to you from one of the members? They celebrate the success. They help each other when, when people are struggling a bit. So in that sense, and I've watched business owners, some grow quickly, some grow cl- um, slowly, but there is something about having to come and face each other and give each other results that really encourages people to keep stretching themselves back to that tensile testing. They, they, they're stretching because... Um, not so much the competitive edge, although some of them clearly have that as well. If you're entrepreneurial, usually you're competitive. But there's something about having to look somebody in the eye um, encourages people to maybe stretch themselves a little. So that first hour is spent on um, goal setting and goal accountability. Um, and, and we used to say the facilitators you know, have their two cents to, to throw in there as well. Um, the second hour, and we're coming up probably on a break, but I can frame it. The second hour is um, a business issue. One business owner presents an issue. Chances are somebody else in that group has either had the issue or will have it in the future. So there is a tremendous um, benefit to the person that has the issue, but it's a benefit to the group to discuss that more. Um how far do you want me to get into that, or do you want to hold up? I'm going to give you a hypothetical um, and uh, after the break, and, and I try to identify how it might work because I think that there are many people who have some similar issues, as I'm going to suggest, in this uh, economy, whether you say we're still in a deep recession or rebounding or, or wherever we are. There's a lot of change going on. Um, everyone wanted change. Well, you've got a lot of change. Now we have to deal with it. So we're going to be right back with Mary Erlane after we uh, address our next uh, short break where we bring you Daily Legal News and then another uh, sponsor message. So from Daily Legal News today, this comes from Reuters, and the title is U.S. Top Court Questions State Drug Limits, uh, written by James Vinci, or Vicini, sorry, from Washington, D.C., uh, from Reuters.com. Quote, U.S. Supreme Court justices sharply questioned on Tuesday whether a state may prohibit the use of prescription drug records for marketing, expressing concerns that it violated free speech rights. Chief Justice John Roberts said Vermont, in adopting a law, wanted to lower health care costs not by direct regulation, but by restricting the flow of information and censoring what doctors can hear from pharmaceutical companies so they prescribe generic drugs. A number of other justices voiced similar concerns in hearing arguments about the law that restricts commercial use of prescription records. Pharmaceutical manufacturers use data about a doctor's prescribing habits to better inform their drug sales people when they visit physician offices to market certain products. You can find the rest of this article on Roy's.com. Again, the title is U.S. Top Court Questions State Drug Data Limits. Very interesting article. And our third sponsor for the day is Jim Townsend of the Get Clients Now program. 
If you want to get more clients, there's a seasoned attorney and marketing coach who can help you. Mark Jim Thompson's program is called Get Clients Now, and he helps you take crucial steps towards increasing your firm's revenues. The Get Clients Now program employs various time-honored techniques to help you attract new business and encourage referrals. Jim is a recurring guest on the Lawyer's Toolbox show regarding attorney marketing. And to learn more about Jim Thompson and the Midwest Consulting Group, please visit his website at lawyersmarketingresource.com. Again, that's www.lawyersmarketingresource.com, where you can check out the testimonials on their site and see what people are saying about them. We strongly encourage uh, and endorse the Get Clients Now program and understand the personal accountability component of this course. You can get in touch with Jim Thompson today by visiting him at his email. You can email him directly at J-E-T, that's again J-E-T like jet, at MidwestConsultants.net. Again, MidwestConsultants.net. And I will uh, make, a, make a note where um, there are many people who offer services in the area of coaching and it may seem that there is a bit of overlap but I can tell you that all of the different people that we have had on this show and we talked to have very succinct and uh, also very different approaches um, and methodologies to helping different people with different issues. So it's always advisable to call and ask uh, one of the individuals you hear about on our show how they can help you. And by asking those questions, we'll get into this a little bit more with uh, with Mary about how to choose the right solution. There's also an aspect of choosing the right provider. And I will say that um, in the world of coaching and business, there are many people and individuals who are serving that capacity in this current economy because there are so many people in need. There are so many people who have been in certain businesses who are now on their own venture or partnered with someone else new. Um, so a lot of people uh, operating in some somewhat uncharted territory. And I really think that it's just a matter of the best fit for different people. So you should call and get to know uh, some different individuals. Again, all the individuals we bring you on our program, uh, we certainly uh, approve of. And I know that they'll match well with certain personality types, different people. So again, whether you know, take a look at some of the websites of the different coaches, see what people have said about them in their testimonials, and you can get a feel of what type of individuals uh, you have out there and, and who can best help you with your solution. So we're going to now dive back into our programming with Mary Erlane, and uh, we were talking a little bit, Mary, about Entrepreneurs Group, and we uh, addressed the first hour and then what the second hour looks like where uh, one party presents an issue, and I guess the issue that I would uh, address if I were sitting there is how to best deal with growth when you are uh, looking at new clients and, and you know different sales methods you may use, you can easily end up with more work than you can possibly handle, which then begs the question, do you use contract employees? Do you have a full, you know, more employees? And oftentimes you need additional space. And some people just aren't sure when to take some of those steps. Um, you know, how much can you bear on a certain, uh, you know, amount of resources? Or do you go and get the people so you can get the work done? I, I just think there's so many people out there who end up either waiting too long or jumping the gun. So I could see where the entrepreneurs group may be a good uh, format for people to explain and share some of their uh, experiences. Exactly. What that second hour would be is somebody might present an issue and, and that you, you've, you hit it on the head. I've heard that issue uh, presented in different forms and fashions. Um, what happens is 
you know, this individual person will present the issue from um, several different aspects. They'll clearly uh, talk about it on the impact it's having on their business, on the impact it's having on their other employees, the impact it's having on themselves personally, the impact it's having on their personal lives. So we're not just um, throwing an issue out on the table. There is a formula in a sense. There's a a form that people are asked to present it um, because they're presenting it to their peers. And if their peers are to help them, they really need to uh, begin to define it because there is not a one-size-fits-all answer for each individual because as you unpack um, this issue, it um, we, we get the business owner's perspective initially. The very next, we separate this into three um, sections. After that presentation has taken place, um, the business owners, the other peers in the group can ask questions. And this is not asking a question by presenting a solution. It's not, Nick, have you ever thought about? No, it's it's picking away at what was just presented by the business owner to to kind of, you know, I, I was I love diamonds. So, you know, it's like beginning to, to um chip away and put those facets in to define the issue. You know, there's sixty four facets, um, you know, on a on a round diamond. You know, we we start to, to you know, kinda chip those sixty four into place. So now we really have a very well defined issue. So now and um usually the questions seem to, to build on themselves because um You'll also get them from different perspectives. You may have a financial planner who starts to talk about the financial impact or an accountant or a CPA or or an attorney. So naturally, we're going to be getting the industry experts within the group asking their questions, which even define the issue and the scope even more. Um, now Now we have understand the problem. It's time for the business owner to pick their their um, pen up and um, close their mouths, no longer speak, and just really listen to the roundtable feedback. And everybody has the chance to present what they heard and some thoughts and ideas on how to now address this problem. Um, you know, and and the 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 person who's presented the issue just writes down, you know, all, and, and generally I will help, I will compile the notes. And um, you get so many different perspectives. Again, you may get perspective from an attorney who shares the liability aspect, or you may get the financial people with their aspect, or the IT person who's been in business for years, who's been there, done that. You may get exactly what he or she did. Um and um, they walk away with a truckload of of information that they can sit back, digest, and immediately implement. Um, and the third hour may be a second issue. If you know if somebody raises their hand, we obviously want to address you know those those challenges and concerns that people have in business. Generally, what we do is we'll discuss a study, an article. Uh, um, this next coming group, we're going to be discussing, um, you know, 
when, for those of us who work in the world of billable hours, and um, we've said a particular contract is worth X number of dollars for X number of hours, and now we're over, you know, when is the time that we kind of, you know, flip the timer back on and, and um, you know, start to ask for more money in billable hours? It's walking that fine line of going the extra mile for your client, but not at the expense of losing income for your business. It's a big challenge. It's it's a very, very big challenge for business owners because I've asked you for X number of thousands of dollars. We got there. We're not finished. I promised you I would finish it. Is it my cost or is it at your cost? I mean, at your expense? And that's going to be a discussion amongst the group. And people give their perspectives, they give their ideas, they give their thoughts. We generally will give some kind of a Harvard study or an article or a something for people to read and think about prior to the class and then come prepared to discuss it. These are such great uh, avenues to work through some of these problems because I think that when you ask people on the fly or in conversation, they're going to give you not very well thought stories Correct. or they're going to give you anecdotes or they're going to give you, you know, sometimes I think people feel pressured when someone says to someone, oh, I have quite, you know, I don't know how I feel about growing the business and, and what I should do. And I think that people, if you just ask them informally, are going to give you, um, they're going to turn it back around on them and they're just going to talk about what they did and hope that they presented themselves in the best light as in, in, in instead of really talking with you um, and trying to address and help the problem, which is why I really see the benefit of, because certainly you could have these discussions with anyone at any time, but when you put people together in a room and they're there with a task and the task is to work together, I think you get better results. Well, and and you just, again, um, drew attention to probably one of the distinct points, because I I've heard of these mastermind groups and, and they've exist in chambers and they exist independently and and um I'm sure they're they're individual results. The one differentiator that we have in this group is the facilitators. This isn't just somebody who had a great idea, let's get a group together. This has a forum. It, it also has the facilitators, and it's our responsibility as facilitators. And my partner um, that actually founded the Entrepreneurs Group, Michael Shapiro, he teaches entrepreneurialism out of DePaul. You have seasoned facilitators in Michael and myself. Um, there's times we have to play good cop, bad cop. There's times that, you know, we kind of have to, to, to nudge people back on task. But the results are consistent within the group because we as facilitators are not going to have conversations trailing off into um, other areas, you know, and and, um, um, that's critical is that we, we stay focused and we keep focused on what we need to be focused on right now. Um, So there's a certain decorum that exists within the group and, 
um, and it's not like we're taskmasters or anything else. There's a lot of laughter and a lot of joy, but I will say much of the reason our results are so consistent for our business owners is also not just the members and their commitment to help each other, but the facilitator's commitment um, to um, facilitating these groups um, so that everybody is walking away with a level of value and that we have accomplished our mission for those three hours. The one last piece that comes with that is the one-to-one coaching, back to one-to-one coaching, but you get um, an hour with Michael or myself between sessions. It's once a month that we meet as, as a group, but now you get our undivided attention to present and, and just pick the brain of the coach. Um, it, it, you know, it might be, again, a fire that's going on in business. It might be one particular area you want to develop, but people get to, to get us alone and to, the, the value of that, the value of that to business has been huge in insurmountable dollars in growth. But really, the investment people do is $250 a month. The reason we've kept it, and when you really divide our hours into that, it's a lot less than we work per hour. Um, the value is, is it's, you know, um, our country is based on so much of our success is based on entrepreneur and small business success that we understand the challenges in business. We understand the value that they get and that other places in different companies and things charge is far greater, but they're entrepreneurs. So this is this is kind of our passion and our mission to really help small business owners is to keep the fees low enough that we're not taking those precious dollars out of business. We're leaving them there and giving business owners the opportunity to grow and develop. Um, within a, a budget that doesn't hurt them. It's so very it's so very true that our entrepreneurs and small business owners and are are really the backbone of our country. And in a period of change right now, if we are not fully vested uh, in the business community in helping each other do well and I'm you know not su- suggesting go help all your competitors take your business away but to help people serve to, to do well in business and provide goods and services is something that our entire country has a vested interest in doing and one of the reasons I really like Mary and her programs and the people that she affiliates with is that she understands and will work to make things flexible based on people's time and budgets and again working with coaches and working with different programs to uh, help sort out all the the loose ends is a time-consuming process and you know not only does is there you know and the cost is so fair and reasonable but also the time is also very fair and reasonable because those of us who have or are in good need of of business coaching are already uh, to the bending or breaking point and are often saying I just don't have any more time in the in the uh, in the day, but my question is, do you have time not to to do this? So, it's a very important thing, and I'm so happy to have Mary on the show today. We're going to be right back after our third set of break uh, with uh, a little more and some other additional options and uh, how to again choose a provider and choose a solution and 
so, and some more great information. So this is the point in our show, uh, three quarters through, where we bring you law practice management resources. They come from the American Bar Association Publishing Company, the Law Bulletin Publishing Company, and your very own law publicist communications. First from ABA Publishing, the title of today is The Attorney and Client Privilege and the Work Product Doctrine. What doc- documents and other communications are protected by the attorney-client privilege? Are they, co- are they covered by work product doctrine? When and how might the documents be discoverable despite these protections? You can, can you make sure that they are protected? So those are all the issues. And the book includes topics, uh, coverage topics are, and these are bullet points, the scope and elements of the attorney-client and work product protections, how and when the elements must be asserted and demonstrated, what constitutes a waiver and the risks of unintentional waiver, inadvertent waiver, what you can, cannot, and might be able to do about it, how to preserve the privilege, and how to salvage documents if they are inadvertently disclosed, also exceptions to the privilege, including new directions under the fiduciary exception, followed by which laws will apply and when, state, federal, or international, defining the client, uh, the problems of corporate and other multi-party representation, and finally, potentially damaging ethical conflicts that can arise. So all sorts of... um, all sorts of good topics there. Again, the title is The Attorney-Client Privilege and the Work Product Doctrine. We had our show last week. We had Susan Carlson talking about the role of uh, public relations professionals and uh, private investigators, as she is, in, uh, in how the work product doctrine may cover people uh, under those uh, umbrellas. So, again, very good information to uh, wrap your head around. This is a really good book. I think that there are a lot of things here I've heard people ask about, and I think that there is a large uh, lack of real knowledge about what does constitute uh, work product and um you know, many people just make the argument that everything is work product, but um, that's not always the case. So, anyways, a little bit more than I wanted to say about that title, but it's a good title, so have a go. Secondly, the Law Bulletin Publishing Company. When you subscribe to the Chicago Daily Law Bulletin and the Chicago Lawyer Magazine, you will receive up-to-date legal news from around Chicago and around Illinois. Also, check out the Law Bulletin blog, Attorneys in Transition, which offers advice and tips for lawyers going through a career transition. It also hosts a monthly career seminar for lawyers in flux in their careers. I am one of the weekly advice columnists published by the Attorneys in Transition site, and I do hope you stop by and leave your comments at attorneysintransition.com. Finally, from Law Publicist Communications, we can get your clients and colleagues talking about you. Do you know what they will have to say? Do you have a logo, a website, or a brand image? Do you have the time to do all these things yourself, or does your staff? You can put your hands around all of this, or you can give us the keys and let us help you make sense of public relations and practice management for law firms and businesses. Law Publicist Communications is a public relations agency serving lawyers and professional services firms. We put you on the map and get people talking about you and your firm. Please visit our website where we have a welcome video that has some testimonials and describes more, located at www.alrpra.com. Again, that's alrpra.com or Search in Google for Law Publicist Communications for more information. And our finally final commercial sponsor of the day is credit damage expert George Finder. Your credit damage score and reputation are valuable assets. Your, if you suffer damage to your credit score, you should consider your damages. Credit damage expert George Finder is an expert who can put a dollar amount on damage to your credit score. George Finder is one of the only credit damage experts 
Tree and the attorneys and plaintiffs who have retained his services have earned huge damage awards in various practice areas such as personal injury, employment law, family law, and general civil litigation. By learning to incorporate credit damage questions into the intake process, you and your staff will learn to spot credit damage events worthy of retaining George Finder's credit damage analysis services. Available nationwide, credit damage expert is available for consulting on damage to credit scores and reputation. His website is full of resources with a video also it's www.creditdamageexpert.com again creditdamageexpert.com to learn more about George Finder and his expert services again we want to remind you to share our programming that you find in your social networks so that more people can avail themselves of our uh, great guests and topics that we work relentlessly to bring you three times a week here at Law Talk Radio now let's jump back into our conversation with Mary Erlane Mary we talked uh, about several of the issues facing uh, entrepreneurs and business owners. We identified some different types of solutions, talked about hourly coaching, talked about the entrepreneurs group, and uh, for our last segment, uh, what other solutions would you like to highlight or uh, what other uh, top thoughts do you have on how to choose a solution or you know, in choosing a provider, what things should you look for? Well, just to close the loop on the entrepreneurs group, the peers within the group are non-compete. We would never have two financial planners or two accountants. You know, in a group, we want to provide the area where people can be transparent and sitting across the table from your competitor would definitely impede that ability. So that's something I neglected um, to mention. Um, And then just briefly, you know, I've, I've, and people can go into the archive. I've talked about um, some of the programs that LMI Riverside has, but that's a 50-year-old co- um, company with a track record and um, a founder who has uh, um, many of the greats that exist today have been mentored by him. You know, the Zig Ziglar, the Tom Hopkins, the David Sandler, the, you know, those those people all came out of the LMI fold covey came out of LMI's um, Paul Myers Fold and Mentorship. Um, that's the original company, the pioneer, so to speak, and I'm very proud. Um, and those are formalized programs that have a beginning and an end. There's clearly a coaching and mentoring component. There's a facilitation, but it's focused specifically um, oftentimes on issues, leadership development, um, productivity, um, motivational leadership, um, strategic planning, so there's a, there's um, uh, clearly a, a focus there. Um, what do people need? Um, I think really getting together with an individual and, and really exploring. Um, I don't really have the answer. I would offer the possibilities, but again, no different than presenting an issue in e-group. Um, I would explore what the challenges are and offer the perspective and really allow somebody to choose. Um, really, foundation is trust. Um, there has to be trust, there has to be confidentiality, confidentiality, but there also has to be some level of a relationship. And I'm not talking necessarily about a friendship, but there has to be a kinship in a sense where um, there can be um, communication going back and forth that there's enough in common with the coach that um, we're not talking over the top of each other. So, so Generally, that's found out pretty quickly. Um, but again, it's it's a matter of at least taking the first step, making the phone call, sending the email, 
contacting somebody through LinkedIn, whatever it is, and really just sitting down and, and um, first getting to know them um, and then begin to explore and make a decision. And, okay, so in making a decision on what to do, you know, what are, uh, it's, there's so many, uh, there's so many factors going on. Um, what's a good, uh, I'm just trying to like narrow that down a little more. Um, well, well, if I could offer, I have um, one business owner who's um, new in business, started off with that one-to-one coaching to really um, begin to understand um, where they're going in business. And um, and that was really one-to-one. We were, were working on several, several things. But definitely they see themselves uh, moving right into entrepreneurs group because they um, they really have a desire to really also now get the insight of these other business owners because there still is the one-to-one coaching. But there's that desire to understand because they're newer in business um, they don't want to make the same mistakes these other business owners made. So they they also have a lot to offer in their own experience. So um, that's been kind of a pathway for them. I've had people who have started one-to-one coaching and then, you know, have moved into the world of strategic planning and, and development for their business and, and moved into the world of LMI. I've had people remain in one-to-one coaching. I've had people move from LMI you know, over into to the results management side, that, that coaching. Um, it may start off at one thing. It may morph into something different because, again, we're developing individuals. And, you know, today, what may work today, a year or two from now, I've got an individual in a whole different place in business, a whole different place in their own personal development. They may be ready to take a different pathway. So it's not one size fits all. You may stay with a one-to-one coach for years. You may move about back and forth within my toolbox, in a sense, um, and that's why I offer that. You know, there really isn't a limitation when you're working with me other than maybe me, in the sense of, of me being a good fit as a as a personality, but really there are no limitations within the toolbox. The things are there, plus in addition the collaborative people I know. Um, so, you know, like I said, today it may be one avenue, but we may develop a new need. Um, once we've addressed some things, we may develop a new need to um, to move to a different level. Um, it's a pathway. It's a journey. There, there oftentimes is no end. I have a coach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a coach that doesn't have a coach, you know, I'm always in a world, I'm, I'm holding myself accountable to the executive vice president of LMI, meaning international, the headquarters. I'm constantly in some level of development myself because there's never a time that, A, I don't need development, and B, that I ever want to short, change myself of a possibility. Um so um, I also see that looking for different avenues and different layers within myself. There's a gentleman that's taking this same program with me who's taken it for the third time in 30 years. 
Well, wow. you know what? 30 years ago, as a gentleman um, in his, well, say, 20s or 30s, I'm not exactly sure how old he is, he's a very, very different person in his 50s or 60s. Very, very different person. And what he's getting out of that same program that he took, or similar program he took 30 years ago, is drastically different because he's different. And I think you can't say it any better than that. Three decades later, it's all new to him because right. he's 30 years older. Well, it's very true. I mean, Mary, you and I uh, you know, met earlier this week, and one of the comments that I made is sometimes I feel like I just graduated from college yesterday and don't know which end is up. And I think, <laughs> and it's I think that's something that many people experience. And you know, the practice of of law is one thing. The practice of public relations is another thing. And the practice of being in business is an overall thing that I think applies to everyone. And it's you know it's a practice. If we were ever perfect at business, you know there were there would be no more business school. There would be no more competition. Someone would just have a formula, follow the formula, uh, and you'll be successful. But you know the, the levels of success are something that people um, will, I suppose, subjectively decide what can they consider successful and what their goals are and what they want. But I think overall, um, one of the best values in in business coaching is is the solution uh, you get, but also just the process and getting used to the process of thinking about these things, talking about them, and getting them mm-hmm. out in the open instead of ignoring them completely. Absolutely. Mary, some contact information where people can get a hold of you? Cell phone, 630-768-1422. Email address, you can get me through my website, it's um, m dot e r l a i n at peak p e a k m s i dot com. Wonderful, Mary. Thank you for your available time and being on the show today. Well, thank you, Nick. I enjoy these shows. All right, wonderful. I will talk to you soon, Mary. And I want to thank you again for your time. And I also want to thank all of our uh, listeners out there for uh, tuning in and for sharing our broadcast with other people on their networks. I'd also like to thank our commercial sponsors, Nancy Ducharme of the Law Office of Nancy K. Ducharme, second, Steve Fretzen and Sales Results Incorporated, third, Jim Thompson of the Midwest Consulting Group and the Get Clients Now program, and fourth, credit damages expert, George Finder. For our archive shows, you can visit www.alrpra.com under the Law Talk radio tab we have all of our archive broadcasts there as well. Please stop by and check out our blog and some other uh, information there. We work very hard to bring you uh, fresh original content. But by way of disclaimer, as we uh, say goodbye, this is a general information program, and the advice on our show does not constitute legal advice, and results may vary based on your facts and location. Communication with attorneys on this show does not give rise to attorney-client relationships. Our programming is politically neutral and objective. Counterpoints to views expressed are always welcomed. Law Talk Radio is produced by Law Publicist Communications, an ALRPRA incorporated agency, and Law Talk Radio does not necessarily endorse all of the opinions expressed by guests. Finally, all callers remain confidential and all rights to this broadcast are reserved.
Law Talk Radio episodes are programmed to bring our attorney and non-attorney audiences tips, tools, practice area information, and news they can use to be better informed practitioners and consumers of legal services. With our guests and listeners located worldwide, we appreciate the opportunity to use this socially networked radio program to bring people together and share collective intelligence. Again, this is Nick Augustine for Law Talk Radio, and we thank you for your time.